0: Hello, I am Crystal grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you have joined us before, welcome back. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends to do the same. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. Leadership Institute is home to one of our four executive board meetings each year. This year, of course, looked very different from years past. Just as LI was a virtual experience this year, so was our summer executive board meeting. We met via Zoom the week of Leadership Institute. As always, we began our meeting with Ritual. I must once again extend my thanks to the members of RT&J for creating an online ritual that would allow this to happen. From there, we approved our consent agenda, which holds our meeting minutes, financial reports, and committee minutes. We declared any conflicts of interest, of which there were none, and we moved forward with the remaining business of the day. This business included an in-depth financial review with a member of our FinLogic team with whom we partner. This is particularly important as we navigate the pandemic created by the novel coronavirus COVID-19. Our global end provides that AOPI members are enriched through lifelong friendships and an exceptional membership experience rooted in our rituals and culture principles. These benefits are achieved with good stewardship of resources. This is the part where the good stewardship of resources comes in. We must pay attention in these times about how we are managing our money in a way that will allow us to continue to strive for an exceptional membership experience, even in the midst of a pandemic. Following this discussion, we considered a member reinstatement request and received a fraternity update from our executive director. At this point, I want to take a moment to give a shout out to our professional staff team and international volunteers who are developing resources and creating connections among our members. Town halls, recruitment videos, toolkits and more have been released as we work toward a positive Panhellenic experience and a recruitment season that promises to be unlike any other. In addition, I am so proud of the work that our fraternity is doing around diversity, equity, inclusion and education initiatives. There is much work to be done. As an organization, we can do better and we must. I look forward to our future as we continue along this journey. I also hope that my listeners will join me in a new series coming soon that will highlight our sisters of color as they share about life, sisterhood, and their AOPI experience. Following our fraternity update, we reviewed proposed revisions to our Standing Rules and Book of Policies. This is always important work. It may not seem exciting, but it is awe-inspiring to be a part of creating the framework within which our fraternity will move forward. Next up on our agenda was monitoring. The monitoring reports received by our professional staff team this meeting involved four policies, treatment of staff, EL2, financial conditions and activities, EL5, our global end, E, and service, E-5. This meeting rounds out the first year of monitoring that has been completed under the Carver Method of Policy Governance. This year has been an opportunity for us to learn from one another, to improve the process of policy development and monitoring, and to identify the baseline of where our fraternity is and where we are going. After a snack break, we moved into our committee updates. As a reminder, our Executive Board has three committees, Finance and Audit, Governance and Board Development, and Membership Connection. Our task force liaisons also provided updates on the work of our three task forces established last summer at Convention 2019. Following a dinner break, We received a legal update from Candace Harbor, our general counsel, and a Council of Delegates update from Gail Fitzpatrick, our past international president and COD representative. We appointed new volunteers, received updates on AOPI properties and the AOPI Foundation, and talked about another of my favorite topics, succession planning. I will take a moment now to put in a shameless plug for anyone who may be interested in board service. Please reach out to me or any other member of our executive board for more information. I personally believe that it's a wonderful way to give back to our organization. We ended our meeting with a closing ritual. This would normally be when we would begin preparing for the events of Leadership Institute to take place while we were all gathered together in Franklin, Tennessee. Of course, courtesy of COVID-19. Our preparations actually began several weeks before LI opened online. For those who did not participate in our virtual leadership experience this year, it was a combination of live events, recorded presentations, and Zoom bombs. What is a Zoom bomb, you may ask? It is how we shared the news of two significant events this year. The first was when we surprised Carol Jones, past international president and chair of the National Panhellenic Conference, with a new AOPI award that will be named in her honor. The second is when we announced the recipient of the Stella George Stern Perry Award, the most outstanding award granted to a collegiate chapter president each year. For each of these special announcements, we hosted a Zoom meeting for another purpose, and invited friends, families, and sisters to join unexpectedly, surprising these women with the news of their awards. Rather than a photo bomb, it's known as a Zoom bomb, and these will be among my favorite memories of this event. In addition to the Zoom bombs, executive board members were asked to video the presentation of awards that were made during Leadership Institute. This was quite an experience, We shared stories that captured images and made us laugh until we cried. At one point, I had a pillow balanced on top of two end tables stacked top to bottom and a script taped to the front of my phone. It was then that I invested in a tripod stand and a teleprompter app. I also highly recommend a light ring. We also had the opportunity to record the audio portion of this year's fraternity update. I can only imagine how our staff team members laughed when, as I was recording, my son came into my office to tell me that dinner was ready, so I had to start again, or when I couldn't pronounce one word and had to read the paragraph four more times just to get it right. And somewhere out there, there is proof of all of this on a recording. Another of my favorite events leading up to our virtual at LI was the live unboxing of our registration box on Facebook. I was so nervous because it was live, and for some reason, being live on social media versus being live in real life is so much more nerve-wracking. The same was true for the live portions of Leadership Institute. Presenters were signed into a different portal, so I was not able to see any of our sisters as they were signing on. For the Friday night session, I did not realize that when attendees began entering the meeting, they could actually see me. So here I was, fluffing my hair, returning email messages, and making notes to myself for things I wanted to remember. And then a dear sister sent me a text message to tell me to smile. Everyone was watching. I have no words for how embarrassing that moment was, except that I did it all over again the next morning as I was making more notes to myself and sipping my coffee. I almost had it figured out by Saturday night. This year has definitely been one for the memory books. I do not think that anyone could have imagined at convention last year how these months would unfold. It has at some times been challenging and at others overwhelming, and yet I have been so encouraged by how our sisters have come together in the spirit of love and friendship upon which we were founded. I cannot thank our professional staff, our international volunteers, every presenter and every attendee enough for making Leadership Institute one to be remembered. I cannot wait for the day to come when we are able to safely gather again. Until then, please know that I am inspired by you, and I look forward to our future together. I hope you, too, are inspired by one another. That's all for today. If you have a question, email me at coffeetalkama at iCloud.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Oh, mm-hmm.